0: She didn't know, but obviously someone knew he had it. Otherwise, he'd be taking it to New York himself. Do you think you were followed, she whispered. Dick started walking her to the gate. I may have lost the car that was tailing me, but I don't know how many of them know I have this. I've signed up for the late New York flight to throw them off. They stopped at the gate. Dick kissed her quickly, then reached into his wallet and pulled out a ring. "'Jen, they may try to search me somehow. "'I bought this to give you in New York, but take it now. "'It will be safer with you.' "'Jen stared down at the solitaire diamond set in a narrow platinum band. "'An engagement ring, five minutes late. "'When Dick trusted her with the magazine, "'he had told her he loved her and needed her. "'In a few days, I'll make the conventional speech,' he promised.' She slipped the ring into an inside pocket of her uniform jacket, put a hand on his shoulder, kissed him, then raced across the field, up the ramp, and onto the plane. Alan Bates, the purser, was standing by the door, ready to close it. For Pete's sake, Jen, he snapped. Captain Evans is having a fit. We're two minutes behind schedule. You make the announcements while I give cabin secure. You better not go near the flight deck till the skipper calms down. Jen caught her breath, straightened her cap, and turned on the mic. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome aboard. We are flying nonstop to Idlewild Airport. Our anticipated flight time is three hours and twenty-five minutes. Please fasten your seatbelts and do not smoke until the sign over the galley door goes off. Push the buzzer at your seat any time you want us. And a pleasant trip, everyone. She snapped off the mic, pulled the reserve sign off the flight service seat, and sat down. Alan joined her just before takeoff. He stared out the window as Jen leaned her head back and closed her eyes. Her shoulder bag dug into her side, and she ran her fingers over it, thinking that she'd have to hide the bag immediately. Dick's warning that she might be followed rang in her ears, and she tapped Alan's arm. He turned from the window and bent his head to catch her question. Did anyone sign for the flight just before takeoff? Alan nodded. The ground rep first gave me a manifest with eight names. Thirty seconds later, he came tearing out with an amended manifest with three extra packs. He reached in his pocket. Here's a copy. Jen's eyes skimmed quickly down the sheet. Two Mr. and Mrs. They would be the honeymoon couples up front. Four women's names. That would be the four ladies traveling together who'd been telling her at the airport what a lovely time they had in Bermuda. And here they were. The last three names. Hastings, Walter, seat six. Clinton, Andrew, seat nine. Carlson, August, seat eighteen. Jen shut her eyes. If Dick had been followed, someone might have seen him pass the magazine to her. Someone may have signed up for the flight at the last minute to get the magazine back from her. But which one? Alan touched her arm. Signs off, Jen. Suppose you give the skipper a cup of coffee. I'll pass out the newspapers. Jen went forward to the galley, carefully shut the door between it and the cabin. Being in the tiny galley, situated between the cabin and the flight deck, gave her a chance to think. She reasoned that if she hid her purse here, no passenger could possibly get at it without being noticed at once. If she prepared the dinner and Alan did the serving she'd be able to guard the purse for almost the whole flight. Still, she'd better hide the bag well, in case anyone tried to slip in and search for it. She rejected the grocery closets as being too convenient, bent down, and opened the door of the narrow, dark refrigerator. On the bottom shelf of the refrigerator, almost level with the floor, were rows of various salads. She carefully reached the purse in and wedged it behind them. Satisfied that it was out of sight, she straightened up and closed the refrigerator door. The satisfaction vanished when she noticed that the oil from one of the salads had made an ugly stain on her sleeve. She dabbed at it with a paper napkin, making it worse, and decided to forget it. Remembering the captain was waiting for coffee, she got out a cup, drew coffee from the tank, shook two lumps of sugar into it, then went forward to the flight deck. Hot, sweet, and black, Captain, she said, trying to make her voice light. Evans would not respond.